0: Welcome to the circus. I'm your host, Chris.
1: I'm Emery, and I'm Eric. To this topic is women's rights, and the first question I asked was, "What are the main issues in regards to women's rights?"
0: You begin. You go for it. Okay. Um, so I think I wrote three down, but I really kind of just talk about two. Um, I wrote the wage gap, um, reproductive rights or rights to women's bodies, and then microaggressions towards women in more of like a societal sense, um, things that can't really be like measured necessarily or put policy on. Um, those are what I believe and what I would talk about when talking about women's rights. Um, so let's jump into reproductive rights. So. I see this all the time, but um, there's always trying. There's always new cases to try and undermine Roe versus Wade. There's currently one happening in Mississippi, where they're trying to put bans on abortions after 15 weeks. Um, and just a reminder that Roe versus Wade um, was—I have three components of Roe versus Wade right here. So it was saying basically that, um, the abortion decision to, okay, let me restart. So Ro- Roe versus Wade allows women to have abortions up until their first trimester, and then following that is up to the state and doctors in upholding the woman's health and her life. And then beyond that, um, again, it's more about medical judgment and, like, preserving the life or the health of the mother. And that's kind of what Roe versus Wade is upholding, um, just a woman's right to have an abortion and to protect her life and health. So it's always being undermined by different um, states or cases. And it's honestly just really frustrating to see how many people want to put regulations on um reproductive rights, especially when there are I feel much more much there's so many different issues in regards to um, like life. If you want to go that route of you know how many kids are in foster care, there's just different outlets in which I think the pro-life movement could restructure themselves towards. Um, but yeah so that's the one of the main issues I believe in discussing women's rights. The other one um, was the wage gap. So this is from americanprogress.org but they compare, you know, men's wages. This is from 2008. Um, but I have this little paragraph from them and it says so-called women's jobs, which are jobs that have historically had female, majority female workforces such as home health aides and child care workers tend to offer lower pay and fewer benefits than so-called men's jobs. Which are jobs that have predominantly male workforces, including trade and building and construction. But wait, These gendered. Dip- quick question.
2: Do you think yeah. that that is because they're typically women's jobs and typically men's jobs, and that's the reason that they have different pay, or do you think that maybe the typically men jobs, those jobs just you know warrant usually more pay?
0: i don't think i have my mom works in child care and i would argue that child care is while it might not be like a manual labor that roofing is i would argue that it's still a very difficult job that requires so much attention and skill and like i don't
2: well, roofing jobs maybe they're not
0: equal pay maybe
2: not even that much but like there are some like factory jobs that are pretty dangerous and they're usually the ones to make the money um, because of the unions and such not because they're men
0: but they're and who, no, traditionally yeah, but, male workforces
2: yeah but that's not because of the, the job isn't doesn't have different pay because of the gender a woman could still be going to construction she, she's still going to get the, the higher wage
0: that's not true either that is
2: true if a woman works women receive at the same
0: receive less pay no
2: no 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 No, we cannot you cannot tell me that you believe that you think if a woman works the same job at the same place for the same amount of hours with the same amount of experience with the same experience that she gets paid less Yeah, Alyssa that, no, that, got
0: paid. Alyssa got paid less than, I believe, Rob at Olive Garden, and I asked her about Rob's it. Rob's
1: been there longer because
0: she spoke to the manager. Uh, yeah,
2: manager said he's been there longer. That's not that's not the same either because a lot of times at jobs like that, people negotiate their starting pays. It, he, it Rob doesn't Rob could negotiate a higher starting pay. It says that doesn't have to do with gender, but like like people always talk about like like doctors. Like if you are a woman doctor and a male doctor, and you're working at the same hospital, in the same specialty, the same amount of hours, you will get paid the same amount. The only, the the wage gap statistic, the 78%, comes from the median salary of full-time female employees is 78% of the median salary of male full-time workers.
0: And you're saying that means nothing? Women make a lot of different
2: life choices than men. A lot of times women will take more time off to spend with their family where men don't. Men are more willing to relocate for a higher paying job and women are less willing to relocate for a higher paying job. There's a lot of factors that go into it. It's not just based on gender.
0: I don't think... Well, I think the points you're making, I do think... um, so-called women's jobs are paid like way less than so-called men's jobs. But that's because you have to think
2: men, uh, typically men are going to become engineers which is one of the highest, easiest fresh out of college, highest paying jobs that there is. And in STEM they're just, women don't go for the STEM majors. I mean, women become a lot of times like jobs that are just lower paying like teachers and I'm trying to think I feel like daycare, like stuff like that, that stuff isn't high paying. Nobody says that, it's but nobody like tells that's women- important. I didn't say it's less important. It's just, it's a job that pays less. Nobody tells women that they have to become a nanny or that they have to become a school teacher. Or they have to become a social worker, or, you know, it's not, there's no set that, they, that women can have to do that job and men have to do another job.
1: There's actually
2: a ton of incentives to get women to go into the STEM programs because there are such a lack of women in STEM programs. I know a school, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in New York, was offering huge scholarships just on the basis of you being a female to go to their school, which is a very good school. It's hard to get into um, just because there's no STEM females.
0: But like to I don't know, to offer less benefits for like so called women's jobs or less pay. But they're not, but that you're, mate, you're the one saying
2: it's a woman's job. It doesn't have it doesn't have to be I'm a saying, job.
0: I'm not I'm not this is what I'm saying. I'm I don't have like a better use of terms to describe these right now. So do you have a better term that well, I should be using? It, a
2: job. It's a job.
0: Okay, so I'm saying, like, child care workers, which, as of now, tend to be more so women. Why is that? I don't know. I think it depends.
2: Well, why women don't probably women feel more comfortable higher-paying jobs? I feel like the wage gap a is very misleading statistic, where a lot of people think that because you're a woman, you're getting paid less, and it's misleading, and people think that in the same job, that just because you're a woman that you're getting outpaid by your male counterpart simply because he is a man, which is untrue.
0: But it's different there's to say like why are women not going for STEM jobs? Like they don't have to go for STEM jobs, that's why. Like it's up to whoever yeah, working job, job they will work.
2: And it's not because yeah, it's not so because of gender. It's because of difference in jobs. And life is okay choices. then I'm
0: not putting gender aside child care workers or teachers should receive benefits that are comparable to other jobs teachers like, have are, the entire summers four?
2: off in most cases
0: okay that is not a, like a great benefit in my mind i'm, I'm talking saying about that they right.
2: spend i don't know what is it a, is it a third of the year a third of the year not working that's why their yearly salaries are so low they spend a third of it not in work. And their salaries for the two years that they are in work are actually probably pretty good. Or the two thirds, not the two, the two thirds of a year are probably pretty good.
0: For teacher salaries, I would argue they're not high enough.
2: Well, but if you're only working two thirds out of the year.
0: Yeah, but teachers are teachers. They're literally,
2: I don't know, but to get, to get paid for, like, you know, I don't know. 40, $45,000 is probably the average teacher salary, 40, 45, to only work two thirds out of every year. If they worked, if they were to pick up another job within that one third of a month, which most do, I think they do pretty well.
0: Servers can make that much money in a year. In a year. full year,
2: we're talking about two thirds of the year.
0: Yeah, and I'm talking about a servit like servers.
2: Yeah. they can, doesn't mean they will I'm just saying, the wage gap is very misleading in terms of differences in salary because the statistic is simply the median average salary and there is a lot of factors that go into it. If women got paid less or could be legally paid less simply because they are a woman, no employers would hire men. They would only want women. Men would not be hired. As a business strategy, you could, pay, you could pay your employees 78% less. Why would you not only hire women? Women would have the most advantageous job or like, you know what I'm saying? They would have such a benefit. That's not the case. A lot of times, actually, people say that men get the jobs over women. But if you could pay your employees less, then why would you hire a man over a woman? You
0: have a point.
1: It is also very illegal to uh, discriminate based on gender. And if it actually happens, then a lawsuit can be brought against the company. Which has happened a lot.
0: Do you want to jump off this? That's all I had in mind.
1: <laughs> we could go to
2: a different one, I guess, yeah. Um,
0: well, you didn't talk about your question, number one.
2: I thought, well, that was most of my number one. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I put, well, I did the same. I had uh, abortion and then um, the third one, so I forgot how you worded it. I put. I just put sexual harassment um, is usually discussed, like, just in a very general sense, not even necessarily like workplace, but just like, you know, like catcalling and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is kind of a more societal kind of issue, not really like a governmental thing, um, but then, yeah, I think for abortion, um, I'm pro-choice, but... I think, at the same time, it's difficult. I think there's one side. I mean, I think it's very... People that are one way or another, I think most of them are very kind of set in their ways. Um, I think especially on the pro-life side, you know, when you kind of... If you were to, like, put yourself into their shoes, I mean, they're... In a sense, they believe it's murder. You know? Of of a a, individual...
0: yeah but the i would those people are doing are making those decisions based on religion and religion cannot and should not define policy or law ever that's true
2: but in a lot a lot of times it you know i mean it has it does have an effect on laws
0: but it shouldn't and i like i'm so strong on that like your religion should not, well, it's and not necessarily impede on my rights. It's not necessarily
2: just a religious thing. I'm saying like a lot of people that are pro life it's because they believe it's murder. They believe that the whole debate for abortion comes down to whether or not you believe that the fetus is a is a, a living baby, if it's a living human. If you think a fetus is not a living human then you're probably going to be pro-choice. If you do think it's something like human and you're still pro-choice, I think that's a little messed up. Um, but you have to think, like I said, like if you put yourself in their shoes, like it's murder. Murder is against the law. So for most pro-lifers, why is the murder of an unborn child not against the law? You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I don't think it's an in... in, in unborn child I know that's what different. I'm saying
2: I and that's where the whole debate comes comes in I mean and I know a lot of women who are anti-abortions and are pro-life I mean and they're women <laughs> um, I think if it was like a, if it was like all men were like pro-life and all women were pro-choice I think obviously then you know it would be there would be a very simple solution um, because obviously you know like mm-hmm. it's a woman's that it's her body but I think because you have there are so many women that aren't just off the bat pro-choice I think it kind of is what really makes it such a polarizing issue
0: but then I would I would assume that most of those women are Christians
2: that's true but like I said it's and not like that's
0: where their ideals are coming from whether or not like it's about like oh if you believe this is an infant or not like those ideas are heavily influenced by religion.
2: That's true. Well, a lot are, but I mean. So. I think not, but not all of them. Yeah, I wouldn't not even all of them. Say, like, I wouldn't say most. I would say just a good portion. But I don't know if I would even say most. Because I think there are some people who are religious who still maybe have had an abortion or understand the you know sometimes the necessity for that
0: yeah i would just say that the that religion is the driving factor behind the opposition of abortion Mm -hmm.
2: it's definitely a driving factor yes would
0: you like to go emory
1: oh Let's just move on to the next question, which was, how can we as individuals um, work towards reducing the inequality between genders? Eric,
0: you go first. OK.
2: Um, so this one, wait, was it as
1: individuals? Was that the question? Yeah, as individuals. Okay.
2: Um I think this one is kind of something that's hard to give an answer for. Um, it's kind of I think almost similar to like I guess racism like how do you just like stop racism I think because it's a belief that people have um, which is kind of something that's hard to just either write a policy or to talk to somebody and like make them change their ways Um, I think the biggest thing is probably just going to be more and more time I think there are already so many policies in place um, to have, you know, that have aimed to really even out the rights and give everyone equal rights that I think it's just going to take time for the individuals who are, you know, misogynistic to kind of not be and to either just, you know, kind of fade out of existence or to just not have any chance to even be misogynistic.
0: I, as you're, like, you were talking about earlier how it's kind of one of the main things surrounding women's rights is kind of this, like, social aspect, and that's kind of what I focused on, um, but one thing, like, you can do as an individual, um, is I think people talking about pay, so even as you've explained how, like, Yes, women have the opportunity to receive equal pay as men. I think sometimes it doesn't happen. And when you're talking about these fields of, well, you can negotiate pay. um, I think sometimes like women in those senses are still, um, and maybe it's not just women, maybe it's just like newer employees are taken advantage of to not receive or they're unknown or they're not informed on how to negotiate for these higher wages. Um, But I think being open to talking about pay or like money in general is something that people need to restructure themselves to doing. It's like such a taboo to ask people how much they get paid um, or how much they make but I'd argue that it would it's kind of necessary to see how you're stacking up to your employees or your coworkers, especially if you're um, you know working you have the same work ethic as them you work as many hours as them you should in you know that sense if all things are equal you should receive equal pay and if you're not you should be questioning why you're not um so one being open to talking about those things is important um I would say also supporting feminism is a great way that people can kind of reduce this inequality between genders and I think a lot of I think now more than ever there's like a huge stigma on how feminism is awful and everything like that I'm gonna mute or close you guys so I can keep talking but I covered you on my screen um but yeah so like feminism to me is not that women are better than men it's that both genders should be equal um so one way you can do this is by reteaching the idea of like masculinity versus femininity, and that's something that we just see in like society. So like, how I w- was saying like so-called women jobs or so-called man jobs like, there should be no gender on a on a job like it should it's open to anybody and um, to uh, like start categorizing jobs by gender is not conducive to that. But it is that um, But it is that way, and it shouldn't be. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like...
2: like, No job, really... Like, those jobs don't have a set gender.
0: No, they don't, but, like... It's already... Women tend to fall in the same job pattern.
2: But but that's a choice, you know? It's not, like...
0: I wouldn't say it's... I would say, yeah, it is a choice, but it's also... It's really hard sometimes for women to get into, like...
1: it's not it's
0: not primarily men it's very it's easy it's
2: i told you there's incentives i I I told it
0: just because there's incentives in one spot doesn't mean it's it's hard it's easy for a woman to get accepted into like a high corporate job that's primarily men like i would argue that that's not easy incentives you're, you're so you're telling me every single thing has an incentive for a woman to be hired, like In that's, STEM. That's I, not they true. want
2: diversity. The companies want diversity. It's huge. I'm telling you, there's so okay, many Okay, look at, look at politics
0: friends. right now. We just look at politics right now. Women don't even run men.
2: from the same rates as men do. Not even close. There are way more that, men like, running I, in elections than women stepping up to run elections.
0: And I'm saying like this social idea that like it's for men. There's videos of you know like people from the right saying like the president.
2: A lot of women are than men. A lot of women are just more family oriented, and a lot of times that they, they put that their family before their careers, and a lot of men don't. A lot of men are more well, like I said, to relocate like. They're just uh, they would up and leave, you know, and they'll just go somewhere. And women want to be with their family, and that causes are just inequalities in pay, right there. I think like they're just jobs. Anybody can have that job, just because they're typical one way or another. If the women want to change it, then change it. Then go run. They should run more in elections. They should become enter more higher paying jobs
0: like, you're saying that, but, like, being a woman, it's not just, like, oh, I, like, will do that, and I will achieve that, like, I'm in film, and, like, film is a male-dominated thing, and it's really, and it's not about, like, can women do it, it's the, the, like, social effect of it, it's, like, women will be, like, um, discouraged more so. So it's not about, like, whether or not how much they're getting paid. It's they're going to be discouraged. They're going to be harassed. Like, look at all of the stuff happening with, like, Harvey Weinstein. Like, you're telling me women, like, why would women choose to go into fields like that when they're going to get harassed and they're going, like...
2: Well, those are are actresses. Like, it makes it... I think is different than well I'm like just saying
0: there are directing. like social obstacles that are preventing women from moving up in certain And that's somebody
2: and that was that was somebody who was abusive of his position you know it wasn't I don't think representative of everything Hollywood as a whole
1: um,
0: no but Hollywood is male-dominated and the people and those are the men that are like keeping it male-dominated. Are the ones that are just like degrading women into not being able to rise up to those positions. So well, I think
2: also film like, film is very different because it's very like audition-based, and I think it's kind of it's it's not a typical way of entering a career. It's you know it's. I think it's a famous I guess, pretty, but then you could relate that. unrelated to like most typical jobs.
1: It's not like so you can relate that, that
0: social obstacle to other things. There was the first woman to be head of one, what, Fortune 500 company for the first time ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I was, was telling you, it's different values.
0: I would just argue that it's also just more difficult for women. I mean, look at, so. like,
2: the richest men in the world. Like, Elon Musk and... Or, not Elon Musk. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. You know, him and his wife divorced. He cheated on his wife. Great business man, but obviously not a terrible husband. The same just happened... Who the heck? Bill Gates. With Bill Gates. Bill and Melinda Ga- Bill, Bill, Bill Gates just divorced after however many years, you know. And I, I bet you it's got to do probably... With, having so much business success I bet you they'll put a strain on their marriage Um, I
0: think think he actually cheated on me. probably
2: again it's the same thing you know like I'm not saying it's good but I think men are just way less men are more committed to work than to being good husbands or good family members and women aren't women and I think that honestly is probably a better choice to be better like be more close with your family than to put work first. And a lot of times, you know, I think you're like, you know, why don't men have to ever take time off work for like maternity leave and women have to, you know, take the time off and stuff like that. It's almost like a force, a forced thing.
0: Um, men, my high school teacher took time
2: off. They, for his I, they, I'm not saying they can, but how, how often does that occur?
0: Well, that's what... I, okay, so when I was talking about feminism and, like, supporting that, like, you're also supporting, like, the equality that men don't have compared to women. So maternity leave being one of them. Like, men and women should have equal opportunity to maternity leave. It's two halves of one child, and they should each receive those benefits. I believe or, um, that there
2: are just differences between the genders. We're not the same. And I'm not saying, and like I said, if equal, if women were being paid less, actually, for let like, not just a median average difference, but, like, actually for the same job being paid less, then yes, that would be wrong. And in the cases that it probably does happen, like I said, usually there's lawsuits and there's laws against that for a reason. And usually the women are going to win those. But I think for the most part, like, on differences, like, just, like, the basic differences of, like, when people think things masculine, things feminine, and stuff like that, there are just, I think, inherent inherent differences. And that comes with pros and cons on both sides.
0: I think, yeah, definitely the difference in, you know, feminine and masculine and what those different jobs entail, but, like, that's something that, we'll probably never see change in, in, like, our lives, but I'd hope in the future those lines between what's masculine and what's feminine, like, blur. I mean, men
2: are way more disproportionately put in, in prison. There are way more men in prison than there are women. The suicide rates for men are way higher than they are for women. There are way more men going into the military, dying you know, in the military than there are women, I think there's just, there's a lot of things that are bad for being met, a lot of things that women don't have and don't experience, I mean, men in courts are way less likely to win child custody cases against the mothers, even if the mother is a less good parent, there's a lot of differences, and like I said, there's good and bad on both sides, I don't think you can be equal, I think kind of, not necessarily, I don't feel that of you, but a lot of, like, I think new wave feminists want all the perks of being a female and all the perks of being a male without any of the consequences of either It's usually the kind of, like, feeling I get, you know? There are pros and cons to both. It's a 50-50 shot, you know, like... That's how I feel.
0: But when... Okay, so, like... Like... A teacher's position, which is primarily women, and it's always been seen that way. Like, have you ever had a male male teacher in high school or lower?
1: Yes, yes, a lot. Yeah,
2: plenty. I,
0: I had primarily women. Mine were
2: probably 50 50 throughout my entire. Now, elementary school. No, elementary school. I think is typically women. I think just because, I think women have, have just inherently more. Children-based. I mean, you know, women are the ones who give birth. I think, for just naturally, there's some more connection to young children with women. Um, so I think that's why you it's a lot of times see women in like you know primary school, but in middle school and throughout high school, it's probably fifty-fifty split, men and female, women.
0: I think I had one, two, I had three. Male teachers in high school, and I can't remember. I had en- two in my entire middle school, like, years, were men.
1: I think actually in high school and middle and school, un- I had more male teachers than female teachers.
0: Okay, so let me pick a different one. Health, or er, my mom's a daycare worker, mm-hmm. which is all women, and she works with all women. Yes. And that job is probably seen as a feminine job, mm-hmm. but if you removed, I feel like if you remove that, I like stigma that like. Does she enjoy her, her children, job? Is
1: that
2: what she likes I, to do? I'm sure
0: she does. I'm sure she does.
2: Then.
0: But you don't. I'm just saying, like, you don't think that men who might enjoy that job think it's too feminine and they choose not to do so because of that.
1: Wow. I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. I feel like it's possible, but at the same time, more than likely, men aren't deciding, like, oh, it seems a little feminine to, like, care for kids, so I'm gonna go with my second choice. It's usually more like, oh, this is my second choice, and if I can't get into whatever career I actually want, I'll go with this. just because like, men are inherently more likely to like, not care for kids as much. I think men are just drawn to engineering, and like I said, engineering,
2: it's difficult. I'm not saying women can't do it, and I, I can not even do it, but I think there's there's so many more men in like, STEM classes like that than there are women. And I, tell, like, I don't know why. I, really, I actually don't know why that is, but that's probably the quick, STEM is the quickest way to money, like if you want money right out of college, that's the way to do it. The other
0: thing I, the other thing I had on this, on the second question in working towards reducing inequality between genders um, was more so in defense of men that have blurred into this line of femininity and I think um, the one, the example I have was um, how Candace Owens shamed Harry Styles for wearing a dress and This is, you know, just something like social that I think as our country moves more and more into, you know, what I believe is like pro LGBTQ rights and like that becomes more of this outward thing and people are, you know, very happy to share who they are, I think a lot of men are becoming more and And that's not something I see as a problem at all. And I think when we shame men for wanting to be more feminine or we shame women for wanting to be more masculine, that's when we're, like, we're working backwards in trying to reduce that inequality. Um, But, but yeah, do you guys know about the Harry Styles?
1: Uh, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't really follow it.
0: Um, so he wore a dress for the cover of Vogue and she tweeted that there is no society that can survive without strong men and the East know this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It is an outright attack to, and bring back manly manly men. All
1: right, well, Eric's phone just died he has to charge it. But I can now unmute myself and use our wi <coughs> phone because I'm not an idiot. Love it. All right. So I feel like the whole Harry Styles thing with the him wearing a dress. What about that was so controversial again? Like, just because it's a women's outfit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, in in this social social aspect, aspect, like, something you can't put a policy on, if we we are are deterring men from being more feminine or we're deterring women from being masculine, we're not doing any justice. Like, we're not doing any service in trying to eliminate the inequality like we're just adding to it we're saying men can only be masculine and women can only be feminine and that's just like not true you can whatever you feel you want to be or if you want to be super feminine do it if you want to be super masculine do it if you want to be in the middle you should do it and I think once that social change occurs which I think at the very foundations of feminism is what I believe feminism supports is that blurred line of masculinity and femininity. I think then our jobs will become more diverse because it'll be less about one, just like gender. I I still think that people inherently, maybe not purposefully, but I still think people inherently do notice gender and it might, while not on most cases, but it still might play a role in promotions, in roles, and all of that.
2: I mean, that's. It's not good to be biased on the fact of gender, but I don't think people should not notice gender. I mean, it exists, like, to just.
0: But for, for a, job? a job. No, no. no.
2: I, like I said, matter. it's not. You shouldn't. There should never be like a prejudice or a bias based on it, and like that's illegal. You can't discriminate based on sex, religion, gender, race, any of that. It's all, it's, that's all illegal. You, you can't be doing that. Like, and if somebody were to do that, like, that would be a violation of the law. Um, it's not like where the government is promoting it in any way. Um, and I think a lot of the time, too, you hear about, you know, like, I think a big thing is, like, rape culture as well in, like, the U.S., um, and I think it's kind of, a, uh, like I said with the pay gap, I think it's kind of also a misleading statement. I think it kind of, that kind of wording, I think it makes it seem like, you know, that people are just allowing it or it's a like, it's an okay thing, which it's not. I don't think anybody thinks, you know, rape is okay or is encouraging rape. Um, and I don't think there's any kind of laws or anything in place that even give that, you know, any leniency. I mean, people that commit, you know, like sexual assaults or rapes or, you know, go to jail.
0: I agree with you. But in regards to rape culture, I, like, that is fueled by people saying things and people not saying whether or not they're wrong. So that's, like, again, a social thing that... If boys will be boys and that joke goes around and they, you know, about whatever they might say and that's not frowned upon by other people, like, that just continues and it's like, that's why rape culture or, yeah, rape culture continues because nobody's putting their foot down and saying, like, what you just said is wrong because it's, oh, well, boys will be boys and that's fine or it's locker room talk and it's fine, like... It's not fine. It's not fine at all. It's like, that's the reason that stuff can, continues. It's because nobody will put their foot down about it.
2: Yeah. Like I said, but I think, like, I think just, I think keep saying it, it's just, I think there's just differences, and there's pros and cons on both, for both genders. You know, I mean... I don't think I don't making think jokes, jokes
0: about raping, raping people is... People is- is a matter of like difference in gender and how different genders operate like that's just disgusting and you shouldn't do it it shouldn't be locker room talk it shouldn't be boys will be boys it shouldn't be girls you know girls shouldn't do it either that's i'm not saying it's just men doing it but it's it's just unacceptable and for people to not say something when it happens like that's how the problem continues
2: Yeah, like, I get what you're saying, but I think it's also, I mean, it goes so far, I feel like, it gets blurry whenever you're talking, whenever you talk about jokes. Because, I mean, I think it's just a blurry area, like, what's appropriate as a joke and what's not, you know I mean?
0: And I think and I as, think as it's a very, I mean, as this past year has clearly shown, is that like less and less is becoming like viable joking matters.
2: Which I think I don't know, I feel like that's a bad thing. I know I'm not saying like, you know, that like all jokes are good, but I think at the same time, like when you start like limiting that kind of like comedic, you know, even like comedic tones of I don't know, like I can't figure out the word I'm trying to use, but I think it just is, that's kind of headed down a bad road.
0: <laughs> I just... I don't know. I don't think jokes about rape are funny. I don't think jokes about, like, sexual harassment are funny. Like, you shouldn't... Like, to me, that's just super unacceptable. And... I don't know, and... I would, That's a tough thing to break down. But, like, I want to say, like, if you make jokes about that, like, that's where your morals lie. If you want to make jokes about somebody getting raped, like, that's truly where your morals lie. Because who knows what room you're going to be in one day and you make a joke about that and it's really happened to someone. And then it's not funny. Well, that goes all, all.
2: for every joke that you make fun of anybody for.
1: Yeah, if I a was baby, in it, like, baby, if, if I had some, a, like, 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 joke about, baby. like,
2: I don't know, like, Jewish culture, I don't know, and there happened to be somebody who was Jewish in the room that got really funny, you know, like, that goes, that can go with anything, I mean, you know?
0: Yeah I-, yeah, I suppose, I I don't, I try not to make jokes about certain groups of people, I guess.
1: See, I feel like when it comes to comedy, like you obviously have to watch what you say to a certain extent, but at the same time, you shouldn't, like, try to just shelter everyone or every group of people because not everyone is from the same background, not everyone has the same experiences in life. You are going to offend someone no matter what you say and you shouldn't try to just avoid like offending people but you should more or less be able to understand like what is acceptable and what is not
0: I think people should try to avoid like not offending people. Oh. No there you go. Hold on now my airpods aren't working.
1: Did did Eric break them?
2: I literally sent I sent the FaceTime call. How did I break?
1: What is your dad doing right now? He is doing something. Something. All right.
0: Shall we go to the last question?
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, The final question that was asked was, "What can political figures do to help reduce inequality?" Um.
0: So I just said. Well, one, I think it's really hard. Like, a lot of what I've talked about is a lot of, like, social things that aren't going to change unless people do. Um, And so it's, like, less about what policies can be put into place to, like, level the playing field. And it's more about, like, what individuals can do. So I kind of just continue from the last question. Um, You know, one thing political figures can do is, in terms of... um, you know, abortion, I think, is to uphold Roe versus Wade like we've had it for so long. And I think at this point in time, it doesn't need to be changed. Um, Whether that change comes at a later time is for the future to decide. But that's one thing political figures can do is, you know, support women in their rights to their bodies and having the right to an abortion being one of them. Um, But I got... There was an article from the University of, I think Minnesota. Let's see. Yep, and talking about, um, you know, what changes can be made to kind of decrease inequality. Um, and so they say that a soci- socio, I can't say that word, a sociological. Perspective reminds us that gender inequality stems stems from a complex mixture of culture and structural factors That must be addressed if gender inequality is to be reduced further than it has been since the 70s Um, So despite changes during this period children are still socialized from birth into traditional notions of femininity and masculinity and gender-based stereotyping incorporated in these notions so Although people should are and certainly are free to pursue whatever family and career responsibilities they desire, socialization and stereotyping still combine to limit the ability of girls and boys and women and men alike to imagine less traditional possibilities. Um, So they give, like, seven examples. um, Let's see. To reduce the inequality. So reduce socialization by parents and other adults of girls and boys in traditional gender roles. So I'm not saying, like, you need to start putting your son in a dress, but, like, allowing your children to just grow up as children and to decide what they want and like, I think is really important. Um, Confront gender stereotyping by the popular and news media or just even in your, like, friend group. So if somebody says something that feels like a heavy stereotype that you don't believe is conducive or realistic to the decreasing of ine- inequality, then speak up about it. Um, the increase of public consciousness of the reasons for extent of and consequences of rape and sexual assault, harassment and pornography. Um, increased enforcement in existing laws against gender based employment dis- discrimination and against sexual harassment um, in the workforce. So increased funding on rape crisis centers and other services for women and girls who have been raped or sexually assaulted. I would also extend that to it should be also for men and women, um, it should be for anyone. And then increase government funding of high quality daycare options to enable parents and especially mothers to work outside of the home if they so desire and to do so without the fear of their finances or their children's well-being being compromised, which is a big one. My mom is a stay-at-home mom for 16 years. And I remember the day she got her first job, I was 16 years old, and she said she's never felt, like, more powerful than just having a job. And she couldn't have a job because of my sister and I before, because someone had to stay home. Um, So I think that stigma could really change things. Um, And the last one was to increase mentorship and other efforts to boost the number of women in traditional male occupations and positions of political leadership. So like you said about um, incentives. So like, I guess more of those, part of me isn't like super keen on the idea of like incentives, but I don't know if that's a way to change like the like social stigmas around traditional roles, then I'm for it. But I feel, I don't know. And maybe I feel this because I'm mixed, and I feel like that happens a lot, too, with, like, minorities getting, um, like, scholarship or incentives just because of their color, um, which sometimes feels not right to me, but I think it's a matter of how it's used. um, I know what you're saying. So, So, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I feel like the uh, incentives approach is a good way to do it, because... Once you get enough people, like, let's say, into STEM, and once you get enough women into STEM, we're going to, like, start to realize that men and women can both go into STEM and we don't need the incentive anymore. Yeah. So...
0: That's, like, in that respect, like, if it's used to then change the social aspect behind it, then, like, it's a good thing. But I think if you're just using incentives, like... just i don't know just to make people happy to get more women in there then i think you're doing it for the wrong reasons but if you're doing it as a way to progress and change over time then i'm totally for that that's something that i saw like in the with the oscars so like this year we had a first a first um like minority woman win best picture of the year and i had a lot of people ask me like oh, well, even though it was the first woman, like, do you think it was deserved? And I think, like... I guess I'm not going to say my stance on that, but, like, the idea of... Oh, well, now it's the first woman. Why did it take so long? It's like, well, are we doing it just to do it, or are we doing it because it's deserved? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she didn't deserve her Oscar or anything, but um, I hope that we are progressing or we are decreasing inequality for the right reasons, and it's, you know, it's deserved. So,
2: that's my take. (coughs) Well, I think you would have a much better kind of idea on actual policy like that than I would, Um, just obviously. but I think when you were talking about kind of Roe v. Wade, I think that's obviously a great example of like, I mean, at our highest court enacting law, that's, you know, um, kind of protecting women's rights. Um, so obviously we can, if ever need be, make policy change and, you know, judicial change. Um, I think that's always a solution. Uh Otherwise, I think how um, Emory's second question was about like the kind of individual approach. I think that's kind of something important to keep in mind. I think you know there's a lot of problems with pe- individuals being you know just against women or opposing women or like in the case of like you know Hollywood, like <laughs> there are like men abusing their position and keeping women down. Um, I think if there was a way to you know kind of just really target that or if people were to just stop doing that, um, then I think it'd be in a lot better place today. I agree.
0: I think it all a lot of it just starts by like how like generations are brought up, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like generations now are brought up, you know, not living in a world of like inherent blatant racism so you have a less racist society but when you're you have you know generations before like baby boomers that are like constantly surrounded by it then obviously they're going to grow up with those same traits and continue those throughout their lives so I think a lot of this just has to do with how we continue to raise our future generations yeah um and the world we want to live in
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a great way to put it. Like, we can only uh, change the people that are growing up. We can't change the people that are, like, already old. Because they're too set in their ways. No, we can if... only piss
0: them off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like this would be a good place to wrap it up.
0: I am... I've said everything I wanted to say.
2: Okay.